0: Help me! Help me! No! We both know he's alive. But you know where he is.
1: Halloween 5. This time, they're ready. This time, he's unmasked. And this time, he's back with a vengeance. Halloween 5 The Revenge of Michael Myers
0: This is explosive.
2: <laughs> I fucking kidding. wow. Let's This is an explosive episode. That's, wow. Well, the leaves are falling, the pumpkins are carving, and the knives are slashing. That's right. It's time for Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Welcome to a brand new episode of Reconcinemation. I'm John Diner. I'm David Munchak. I'm Brent Hutchins. And this is the podcast that takes a look back at some of our favorite films from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And it's shocktober. It's our fa- favorite month of the year, right, David? Absolutely,
0: spooky time.
2: Spooky time, and we've had uh, we've had a fun month here. We've uh, taken a look back at Nightmare on Elm Street Three: Dream Warriors with our dear friend EK Wimmer from Laser Graves, and then we also took a look back back at John Carpenter's Christine with our other dear friend Jay Blake Fischera of Scored to Death, and uh, of course coming towards the end of the month. We have to continue our journey through the Halloween franchise with Halloween 5,
0: and yeah. it's a big uh, one. If we have to. Oh, wow. I know, and you're <laughs> already out the gate.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm not going to pull punches, man.
2: Uh-oh, here we go. I know, yeah. We've and, and not only Halloween 5, we are going to address, as it's just come out, Halloween ends. So we've got kind of a double episode in store here uh we're going to talk about both movies as you know it really it really uh, spoke loudly of franchises going off off the uh off the rails sort of and and way off track from from where they could or maybe should be so they're they're both good examples of how it can steer uh steer away from the original
1: yeah random creative direction that's I think uh, a, yeah. through, a through line for <laughs> yeah, both of
2: them. For sure, for sure. But um, so, yeah, stay tuned. It's going to be spoiler filled. So if you haven't watched Halloween ends, you know, you can pause the episode, watch it and come back or just be aware, you know, we're going to talk about specific things. So uh, but before we get there, let's take a look back at Halloween five. When was the first time you guys uh, checked this one out? You see it in 89, 90 or was it much later?
0: I saw it last, well, this week.
2: <laughs> David's a newbie. Newbie. <laughs> With fresh eyes. Just so curious what uh, no, what, no. what your opinion
0: Not is. Not curious. This. Oh, you're curious in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Not like I need, I'm curious what all these Halloween movies are like.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just can't wait to get my teeth into the next one, right?
0: Yeah. But, uh, uh, so yeah, that that's, I'm the fresh face guy. W- what about y'all? uh well let's see when did
1: i see five you know i don't remember exactly when i saw it for the first time it it, re-watching it now um i had definitely seen it when i was younger but this this entry in the whole thing is just like kind of just a mail-in you know and so like it didn't really stick out to me like it didn't really like uh i i you know like at this time this came out in 89. So, uh, you know, I would have seen it a little bit after that, but I was so like infatuated at this point in my life with like Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. And like the reality of the Halloween series to me at this point is like, it was kind of just in the background and Mm -hmm. like, you know, watching this one again, like just kind of fortifies why that was like, this is just like I don't know. It's just it's really a non-entry. I mean, there's a lot to unpack with it. There's a lot to talk about because there's a lot of different potential things that could have gone on. Um, but the way that it was released and the theatrical release that it was like was just, you know, like it, it was not anything that really kept my interest. It just seemed like totally like rinse repeat. Like yeah. it, 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 you know, yeah. It just there was nothing about it that was like standout. This is rinse, repeat
0: Halloween five.
1: It, yeah, I would say, I, I, I would say if that. you, if you take a look at the rest of the like horror genre, you know, not just like the Freddy Krueger's and the Jason Voorhees, Voorhees movies that are coming out, but like sleepaway camps and like all sorts of stuff. Like it's really formulaic around this time. Like there's just not a lot of original stuff, you know? And, and this <laughs> is like one of the top three, right? Like, I mean, when you talk about like the icons of, from this time it's it's the Mount Rushmore yeah the Mount Rushmore exactly it's Michael Myers it's Jason Voorhees it's Freddy Krueger but like this is a really weak entry into that like world you know and it's like it kind of to me like reminds me a little bit in my head why why Michael Myers and Halloween don't necessarily have as like an endearing spot in my in my uh kind of heart for the, for these for these films, I mean that being said, the first movie's still great, you know. But uh, this one is really just kind of ho hum. Well, well, and that speaks to kind of the
2: state of horror in general in 1989, because you had well, right. all these all of these franchises just going and going and going, and by the time they get to these middle and later entries, it is it's either rinse and repeat, you've seen it before. There's really nothing special or dynamic about any of these movies or they're just reaching. They're trying, you know, telekinesis, which is a, a uh, Friday oh. the 13th movie we're going to be getting to very soon. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which, uh, funny enough, I adore. But yeah. I know.
2: Well, yes. But, uh, but I mean, plot wise, like they're really they're reaching for ideas. They're trying kind of things that are way out there that are, are not really organic to the story. I mean, you look at how, you know, we just looked at Nightmare on Elm Street 3, which is sort of the peak of that franchise, and that's going to take a downward slide. Michael Myers is already taking a downward slide as well. Uh, Friday the 13th certainly is, whether it's whether you're talking box office or creatively or or, or a combination of both. But you know, and then, and by this point, there's so many, there's pumpkin head. there's how many Hellraisers were out at this point, two or three, maybe?
1: Uh Maybe. And then like Puppet Master was coming out mm-hmm. this year. You know, I mean, um, I don't know, like it, the, there was, there had always been kind of a flood of, of these movies getting, getting pumped out. And I don't know if it was just the age that I was at, but I was like super I was a sponge, you know, and I was just Mm -hmm. like soaking them all up. And this one just kind of got lost in, in everything. Meanwhile, meanwhile, like not to go back. I mean, yeah. To go back to Friday the 13th and nightmare on Elm street, like nightmare on Elm street five came out in 89, which was the end of the dream child kind of trilogy, which, you know, I loved the first two. And even though part five is a weaker entry, like I was very excited to see the conclusion of that. And then, uh, You know, this is the year that Jason went to Manhattan, which is hilarious and random oh. and totally like jumping the shark, Yeah, which is, you know, like obvious garbage. But at the same time, like it's so far out of left uh, in into left field like it. For me, like that took Jason to another place that I don't know, like kept me enjoying that franchise, but this one was just really so like. And it didn't need to be, you know, and I know that we're going to talk a little bit about it because like there's a lot of alternative things that could have been and were done in certain instances and just scrapped or cut. Mm -hmm. um, That could have been really interesting and could have been a really like fresh approach and kind of a new way to to spin it and take it that may have like pumped a little bit more life into things. But as far as what we got, you know, this is just a little bit like, well, wh- why even?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I saw, so, so I first saw this one the fall of 96. So it was my senior year of high school and, and my, my friend Chris and I would sort of like, I don't know, we were just not in a good place that particular semester. So we would, uh, after school, we would go over to Chris's house, which was like, you know, a bike ride away from, from the high school and, we would watch horror movies uh, after school and just kind of like be miserable, you know, and we went through all the Halloween movies, uh, except three we at that point, we were all still boycotting three <laughs> or it wasn't available. like we we obviously you can hear us talk about Halloween three back in the archives at reconsideration.com but uh, for a long time that one was just not ex- as accessible as the others so. So we watched one, two, four, five, and six, all kind of like right in a row. And even then, like, I've I've never loved Revenge of Michael Myers. I've never loved part five, just because like there was nothing, nothing fresh with it. It it, it felt like there was nothing new. It was the same, you know, so much of the same again. And I did like part four. Uh, we also covered that last year. You can hear any of the Halloween episodes in the archives at reconsinimation.com. Yeah,
1: uh, I mean, well, at least with part four, you were getting Michael Myers back. Yeah. Right? I mean, Even though you, it was like some kind of weird, right? weird, like actor, new Mike Myers, like he wasn't as intimidating as before, but it was Mike Myers. The mask yeah. was back. The shape was back. You know, like this is, yeah. Well, that was
2: the exciting thing. It was, it was his return. So you're, you're kind of just, you're ready for whatever they're going to do in that movie. And they pretty much were trying to hit the notes of Halloween. You know, he's back in town. He's, he's, you know, hunting somebody down. Loomis is after him. It's like, boom, boom. Okay. Here's all the things we loved about, you know, the first one or the first two and uh, you know, minus Jamie Lee. And this one is just, there's, they take a lot of right turns that, I, I feel like most fans don't didn't agree with. I know there are some lovers of Part Five out there.
1: Are there? I mean, are, there I are. mean, I don't, I know I don't people, say that. Like, I mean, but are there?
2: There are a few, and I think I, I you know, I haven't what, gotten into deep conversations with them, but
1: have I, I think, mean, have you talked to them at all? Like, I'd I'd like to know, like, what I what think there are five, people.
2: There are people that like the cult storyline. The, the thorn cult
1: uh, well right but the, it's not even I mean I know we're going to get into it in like deeper wait, in, in conversation well that's the thing right like what are you talking about exactly what are you talking about like <laughs> well
0: there's no, cult, there's no cult in this movie it's it's this no movie didn't is, you see
1: the tattoo on his wrist yeah that's, there you that's, go didn't you see the didn't you see the weird guy that's a silhouette that doesn't oh, right, make the, any sense
0: the man in black in, in man the movie in, uh, the oh, man in black that was my big question like who's this man in black they're setting something up I guess A. Eh?
1: well well,
0: they had, set, that's the whole thing Like this is, I mean
1: It's like they part, set it
2: up and they didn't
1: Yeah, that, well they did and then they scrapped it And then they went with this completely different thing Like yeah. it's really interesting, like the opening of the movie Like the one That you got, right, is this Well, first of all, they redo The end of part four, scrapping the The Jamie As a killer, kind of through the mask Portion so that they can kind of You know, not follow that through which would have been I think an interesting way to approach which they had a script for but that got like totally booted like there was a another version of the script where where Jamie was basically like Michael's little sidekick which sounds hilarious when I say that and that sounds like what the hell are you talking about but like if done right could have been pretty interesting they scrapped
2: we we saw aspects of that in a in a another Halloween movie that came out this weekend, but um, yeah,
1: yeah, we could talk about that too. We should because we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. But, but you are
2: talking about the the uh, the first draft of the script, the Shem Shem Bitterman script that uh, featured Jamie as, as sort of the sidekick, right? Absolutely, she,
0: she hangs out with him and does shit with him. Like, is that that's well? That's a I di- mean, or, I haven't read what? the
1: script. I just know that there was a version of it, but like they. <laughs> They completely scrap it,
0: but I mean, what makes they don't it scrap hard? it? They said that she attacked. The, you know, he's she's conne- he's connected to Michael. Oh shit! R- I mean, well, yeah, right? but that's
1: that's see, that's part of the confusion. He's she's connected to Michael because of things that we don't ever see. Like they filmed this whole version of the opening where mm. Michael Myers basically, instead of getting found by this uh, homeless man, gets found by this kind of uh, gypsy guy who, who is part of a cult. Okay. And to revive Michael Myers, he basically brings him into this cult. That's where he gets the tattoo on his wrist. And that's where the connection between him and Jamie gets established. We've never seen a connection between Michael Myers and Jamie up to this point. It goes right. unexplained.
0: Sure. So, so okay. If I, didn't, like, if I didn't know that. Right. Which nobody. Which would, I don't. Do you think that affects how I enjoy the movie? Because <laughs> I don't. Well, I, I, well, I think know you're, that. does Without... the movie make sense though? Like, no, because yeah. none of these movies do. well. that's the problem. Let, they, let,
2: they... Let, let, let's let us let us ask David. Since this is your your brand new viewer, yeah, and have not seen that opening, which we'll we'll circle back to what i mean does this movie make sense to you is there a logic to it does 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 it seem to make sense what's happening
0: it, it to me this seems like all every single horror movie ever like this is like we're going to do pseudo psychology psychic connection someone's a murderer someone's tortured by murder there's a killer out there this is like i, I feel like this seems like every movie out there like i like it doesn't seem but i, I the idea of like making it a little girl in a psych ward seemed intriguing like okay interesting like trying to make her a killer or she's she's tortured by this and could i felt like the idea was she could go either way like they do say you attacked your mother like they do show the 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 they do recap the attack Mm -hmm. so she is a danger right right? so i thought the idea was like she's either gonna go one way or the other and she's fighting him the whole time like and i'm like eh, that's fine like but but I don't, I don't believe, I don't really like, you know, I don't really buy into it all. So yeah, I mean, maybe it didn't really make sense, but it's like most of these things don't make sense to me, like because it's always like, it's always pseudo psychology. It's always like, what? let's like, what's in the mind of a killer? Like they don't explore that with Michael, but they do. They'll they'll do it with arana Jamok Jamoke or this kid or whatever. You know, I guess
1: I I, I guess for me the thing that like kind of drives me batty is that like they had a version of that of this where a lot more of it was explained. And they like literally cut like- Yeah, cut that's off. a bummer. Yeah, but I... they kept pieces in, you know what I mean? Like, it's like they had this idea that they were going for and they were like, let's do it. Then they did it and they're like, oh, uh, let's not do it but let's leave pieces in. And then ultimately they try to tie it all together in part six. Like no one knew that four, five and six were a trilogy until six came out because six tied it all together. But five could have been. <laughs> like a much more foundation setting experience instead of just like a, a rinse repeat version of a, of every other horror movie. Like you
0: said, David. Yeah, I well, get it. But like, but I think like, you know, establishing the man in black is like sort of like, by the way, there's a story we're not telling you and we're not going to get to it. I mean, I was like, that's kind of intriguing. Like, it, okay, it is, but you, you, you want to set me up for a sequel? Like, okay, neat. Like a sequel here, to that here, movie. He, Here's the right. thing.
2: The man in black character who who is, a character who appears throughout the movie searching for Michael or searching for something. We don't really know what, uh, but he's clear, clearly mysterious. We see a shot of the same tattoo that Michael has. He also has on his wrist. Uh, that whole storyline, there was no plan. No one yeah. like there was no certain plan that this was the direction we're going we're setting it they expected to have an answer for it in the sixth movie but they did not have that answer when they made part five it's which is bananas. why you get an alternate ending which is why you get an alter or why you had an alternate opening so yes. you know all there's yeah. a lot so of creative weird. problems that you can tell uh going into this and and so so let's let's talk about the the Kind of how it came to be because it'll start to you'll start to see the problems in the beginning sure that, sure you know sure uh so yeah halloween 4 comes out 1988 and the return of michael myers it's it's a hit it's successful for the franchise it whether it is the best movie in the world um is one thing but it was good enough to get the franchise uh the spark back and and enough to get another movie going very quickly so Mustafa Akkad green lights part five. Essentially, before they even have a script, they're just gonna just roll right into another movie to try and capture that momentum. And the whole point was to bring the character back to start competing with Freddy Krueger and Jason, who you know probably more Freddy Krueger really, who was so popular at the time and was still you know making money in '88. Deborah Hill ends up recommending, you know, Deborah Hill and John Carpenter had sold the rights to Halloween after the third movie and uh but still were kind of like, you know, I they think they'd get occasional phone calls and need some advice or an idea. Uh she ends up pitching Dominique Othin and Gerard to Mustafa Akkad after they met at Sundance, um who was a French filmmaker that you know, I, I don't know if that's The right fit for this kind of movie, Uh, you know, I don't know if you'd be better off someone who is tried and true with the horror genre at this point. What do you guys think? Would you Would you have tried something new like that?
0: Yeah, why not? You 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 can't keep doing the same movie over and over. True. So you got to try something new, right? Yeah. Like you just said, you guys are talking like you need something fresh.
1: Yeah, it might be interesting. I mean, it's hard to say. Because of what we got. And I will say, because of what we got, I don't like the choice. But if he was given the opportunity to make the other movie, maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a time when like satanic panic was like all the like, concern in the world with everybody. And it's like, you know, I don't know, like, bringing in kind of uh, a European perspective on on that and and having kind of maybe a more avant-garde approach to, to the genre and, and, and Michael Myers may have been interesting, but unfortunately that, would, that didn't happen. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, uh, we mentioned the Shem Bitterman script that had been kind of in process. Well, Mustafa Akkad threw that one out entirely and hires Michael Jacobs to write a new version, which he wrote along with Dominique and then that's where they add the supernatural element the mute jamie you know storyline a lot of that stuff starts to come in and and uh dominique seemed to be really enthused about the supernatural element so a lot of that stuff is coming from him but you know there's a, a script that's nowhere near complete is is where they're at but by the time they they start production so they're starting to shoot a movie with without a finished screenplay which is like like warning you know titanic uh the icebergs ahead so uh, yeah. never a good idea no script let's go
0: yeah
1: what could be what could what could go wrong because they gotta yeah, I mean, get it
0: they gotta get it out right they gotta make it before before october right like they gotta yeah, get it out the, for halloween season, right.
1: right so
2: so this is this goes back to the argument which which um you know, we mentioned on our alien three episode about making a movie for a release date. You're not you're not just making a movie. You're just you're trying to hit a date. And um, sometimes that works. And a lot of times it doesn't. And when uh, the movie is not ready to go and you're forcing it, very unlikely you're going to get quality stuff. Huh? So, uh, yeah, so storyline wise, it picks up immediately, like Brent mentioned, immediately after part four. So, uh, and this was a reshoot. This they, they did shoot, you know, this as a new scene yeah. uh, with him, and they're really paralleling Frankenstein. And I can't remember if it's Ghost of Frankenstein or House of Frankenstein. It's one of the Frankenstein's. I think it might be the second one actually, where you know the first one ends with the the house collapsing on him and killing him, mm-hmm. and then the next one opens with him kind of like having fallen into a mine shaft underneath the house and crawling out. And so we're doing the same thing here Uh, other. I mean, which obviously there's a parallel between Frankenstein and Michael Myers visually and um, a little bit thematically as well. Uh, So, yeah. And then that's where we get the the alternate opening. So the version that we saw uh, that everyone saw has uh, him being kind of picked up out of the river by an old man and uh, nursed, nursed for a year back to health before he really starts to become Michael Myers again. In the, the alternate opening, there's a character called Dr. Death who, who you know, uses the occult to bring him back to life. And as soon as he's up, you know, he turns on them and kills, you know, whether it's the old man or Dr. Death. This right so
0: pause right. Pause. right there what's more intriguing to you to me you want- yeah what's well, like what's what's a cooler way i mean because it it seems implausible that some weird little fisherman on the river br- river would fucking would like just nurse this guy to health for a year like because he's yes. there until the next halloween it's honestly it's right. like but then, Me? like, oh, this dr Death guy, I'm like, boy, that sounds even goofier like that's well, like... that's that's the thing.
2: I, I disagree entirely with the cult storyline. Oh, know okay. what what makes Michael Myers so interesting as as a you know a villain is that you don't you there's never any reason there's you there's never an explanation in the first movie they start to get into it in the second one, but in the first one, there's no explanation. He's just become evil. There's no reason for it, and and leaving the mystery of it, you know, is what's captivating. I
1: Here, I, I agree with that, John. Like I think not having an answer is the scarier yeah. thing. My complaint about the the is that my complaint with the cult storyline is that they were going for it then they stopped going for it and they totally muddied up part five and then they decided to go for it again in part six. I agree. And then, yeah. and then retroactively, now they're saying, Oh, four, five, five and six is the thorn trilogy so that it can have a trilogy. Like, right. Like there's like the Tommy trilogy in, in, in Friday the 13th or the dream child trilogy in, in in Nightmare it's, on Elm Street. It's the you know Jamie I mean? it's, trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, it is, but it's not the Jamie trilogy, right? It's I know. the For- Thorn trilogy. And that's yeah. like you know, cuz Jamie's hardly in part 6. I mean, yeah. Spoiler alert. Does she pop up? We're, we're, we can't spoil it Yeah, we, we don't want yeah. to talk about it but it, it, t- it we'll takes place in
0: 2050 week. and Jamie's a grandmother
1: <laughs> on a spaceship well, he's a cop, a cop in called Detroit. Alien Resurrection uh, <laughs>
0: sorry. she has um, an android best friend <laughs>
1: no but that's where I get it's like okay they've decided that they need to give Michael Myers this like super, supernatural an explanation for his supernatural abilities Right. And and they started going down that road not in four but in five and then halfway through five they're like not committing to it because they can't get a script put together. Yeah
2: exactly like they don't it, it's they literally don't have it it's not written so well, they're yeah. going off of ideas and you know like half half thought out ideas.
0: I'm not saying it's a good thing at all I'm not defending it but like wouldn't just at least peppering it in to be like okay so if we want to go down this road this gives us the opportunity to do that like if this is a hit like we'll make the next one and we're gonna we're gonna hit all these beats Mm -hmm. so you know like there's a little bit of like the man in black is intriguing like i don't if i don't know anything i'm like i just want to know who that guy is in the next movie like yeah i don't care if he's a cultist or a or a a, just a fan like is he is he a crazy fan like you know but uh, like you said the tattoo connects them but which like, is fine. But, but that's my, I guess my
1: point is like, if you're going to leave in the tattoo and add in the man in black so that you don't get too many questions about the tattoo yeah, and, and you can have it uh, like an escape route, like mm-hmm. why not leave the Druid in, in, right. You know, like why yeah, not I, just put that link to explain the psychic connection? I to agree. Explain, you know, it, like, it, yeah, there's no yeah. reason to take it out. Like the, the beginning Sucks as is. Like it doesn't make any kind of sense. You know, like it's garbage. Like the the opening is. Look, I mean, look, yeah. I like the I like the right. Frankenstein parallels, except Frankenstein and Michael Myers are completely different. Like Frankenstein <laughs> is a misunderstood monster. Like he's right. not an evil thing. Like yeah. he's just scary to people that don't know what he is. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers is terrifying all the time, killing yeah. people for he's no. He's pure reason. evil. Yeah, he's pure evil. So like. I like this I like, you know, the homage to Frankenstein because yeah, shout out to the to the OGs, but like aside from that dude, like that opening is complete ass. And like wow. if you I, I think if you at least keep the druid storyline in there, it's like still ass, but like at least it well, makes some of the other stuff I think we would laugh. We
0: I think we'd laugh if we had like a witch doctor like uh, nursing I him back to health. Who like, didn't
1: laugh already? Who laughed? Who didn't laugh anyway? oh
0: yeah. well, it's just kind of like it's almost like none. It's almost well, like not even effective. It's just sort of like whatever this is like. Whereas like the other one would be like laughable. And again, because they didn't have the time to plan it right, like like the I wouldn't know that, but like just the the whole idea sounds terrible. Well, <laughs> I think I think, but the, I, think I think I'm excited Brent's... about the idea of at least trying something.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. I think what Brent's saying is really like commit one way or the other
0: sure yeah
1: you know i mean like yeah
0: that makes sense i get that for sure like make the choice like this yeah. is this is where we're going with this yeah and then at least you know you can tell a coherent story that and really like that.
2: they shot the whole thing if you if you watch the scene and it's on the blu-ray you can watch the scene and see they, they use shots from that scene and just put it in with with the old man it's almost like they just inserted the shots with the old right. man into it. Uh, it's really, it's really bizarre.
1: But uh,
0: I was thinking like, is that old man, the guy then who turns out to be in Halloween ends at the, is that uh, the
1: same the, old man, the old, old man, man who, get...
0: who the homeless man, <laughs> who, who Corey dispatched. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 I'm like, Oh, maybe he's oh, like, you know, he's, 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 he's the alternate version of that guy, that old man. He lives now under a bridge in Haddonfield versus uh down the river hundred miles away. He,
1: he could have been if he if he wasn't killed in part five. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, remember part five has nothing to do it with it. doesn't exist. Yeah, the that's new, a good point. It's right. an alternate timeline. There's true, four true. four timelines. Yeah. <laughs> you saw
2: I I uh oh yeah, I, I put on yeah, you, social media the that's clarifying right. the timeline. So there's... I was
1: gonna mention it here because I found I mean before you put it on, I'm glad you put it on. But I was looking at it before I watched ends. I was like, "What? Like, what is all this?" Yeah. So there's like, four I found a different,
2: different versions. Yeah. 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 There's four pretty, different continuities in Halloween. Pretty amazing. Um, all right. So you know, so we we get to the town. We get back to Haddonfield. Flash forward to one year later. It's Halloween, nineteen eighty nine, and we catch up with our characters. Jamie is now, uh, you know, got a lot of psychological issues. She's she's become a mute. She's in a um, A what would you call that? Like a a psych ward for children?
0: Yeah, it was like the children's clinic of Haddonfield, where, like, apparently the small town in Illinois has has a a children's psych ward that's like uh, on its own. They
2: they have enough kids with problems to have a whole clinic just for kids there. Well, I mean,
1: actually, in the mid to late 80s, there were a lot of like clinics around for, for in small towns like that. Well, I don't know in small towns, but like just in general, like there were all these like, troubled youth clinics that were popping up kind of that's all what that's that that was that was called the ymca sir (laughs) and yeah you you would think but but
2: it that's when we started admitting that kids were you know did have problems that
0: that was called the catholic church my friend Um, did they have uh never mind i'm not no but i'm not but you're i'm gonna leave that one alone But yeah, you know, well, you know, the 80s were a big time about worrying about the youth and what youth, Mm -hmm. what the youth, the youths were exposed to, Um, you know, that it, 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 you have to figure, like, remember, like the 80s, was that was the big time. That's when everything turned when marketing and Hollywood and corporations, they said, those are the future spenders of of our stuff and they can and they're earning allowances and they have they are going to have money one way or another. So everybody turned toward kids and like marketing towards kids and making products for kids and mm-hmm. there's still like you want to get that preteen audience in a sense in that poor you know like the kid the, the kids that were too young to watch the original halloween and friday the 13th they're now teenagers so you're like it's just like yeah like kid, yeah i think you're right brandon it was just sort of like there's always this concern about what kids were watching and 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 the, you know that you know that's why we had the rating system right like because right. of the youth like temple of doom blah 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 because kids we were we started worrying about what kids were watching um to to for good or for bad um anyway so
2: we see we see uh we see jamie's got this connection with michael very quickly that wherever he is she suddenly you know she can't speak but she's got a little chalkboard that she'll write on of of you know who, like, kind of a clue as to where he is or who is who's in danger. Um, I don't know. You know, uh, it's pretty
0: good. It's pretty
2: cool. I, I guess. I the, not a, not a direction. Like, if I were writing Halloween Five, I would have done something totally different.
0: Like taking out the occult thing that could have happened or whatever. Isn't that something interesting? Of like, she suddenly is born into a connection with him and his evil that she's trying to escape i think i not that i enjoy it but at least that i think that's trying something i think that's kind of fresh like she's not obsessed with him and wants to become a killer she is kind of pulled into him and you know like okay cool like let's let's go down that road I, i you know again i don't care for it but i do think it's a it's a it's a choice that more or less works for this genre like Pulling a completely innocent pe- person toward that after traumatizing them, you know, like I don't know, there's something there. I would think you, you uh, made it, you all you both disagree clearly, but I no, saying. I don't. I well, like, I, like, so like, it, like, what would you want? What would what would the Jamie character? What's the best route to take the Jamie character? It bothers it
1: bothers me more that it's a remnant of the story again, the storyline that they didn't pursue. Yeah. yeah, you know, like, and that's. Okay. I don't it like I'm I'm all like psychic connections don't bother me in, in movies. Uh although, loves one in particular. As we'll talk about in Friday thirteenth, part seven next Ooh, year. Okay. Uh but like um again, I think it's more interesting if there's an explanation. I think it can be more interesting if there's an explanation as well, you know, yeah. like
2: Without that opening, there is, and even with the opening, it's not much of an explanation of why they have a psychic connection. Like right. that part isn't really answered by the Dr. Death scene.
1: It makes more sense, though, in Curse. Yes. You know, which, yeah but that hasn't um, happened
2: yet. So we should do
1: five and six
2: together. You know what guys
1: in retrospect,
2: I debated, remember I debated if we we would have enough on five to cover by itself or do five and six, maybe we should have, but
0: no, we're still talking about this 30 minutes in and we're not even into the plot, like the full plot of the movie. Uh, but wait a minute, but do, I thought you liked the things that are unexplainable. Michael is just evil. We don't know why. So why do we need an explanation for how he could pull someone into his evil? That's not like,
2: anything we've... That's just a, such a right turn of a brand new idea yeah, that really has written. never been... You know, it's not like in any of the other movies there was any kind of reference to a psychic connection. It's just suddenly it's there. I mean, and it, I, you know... Mm, I, okay, I,
0: I but... I guess it, it's fine, but what 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 made it what made a uh, an eight year old child kill his sister while she's brushing her hair? Nobody knows right so what would what now you have a a you know you have Michael Myers who is a, he's not supernatural but he's clearly a force of nature mm-hmm. and then we saw in the last movie he he drove her to kill by putting on a mask you know his influence it's not like him doing it, but his exposure to her like made her turn that. And now they're trying to explore that in the next movie without saying, well, my, yeah, some cultist read from a book that made her evil. But influence,
1: like, influence versus like a literal psychic connection is, uh, you know, I, I think it's different. Yeah. So, like
2: David here, think about this. Like I influence you, right? Yeah. All the time. But if, but if we had a, if we had a psychic connection where I was literally manipulating your mind, that's a little different.
0: Well, yeah, but I don't know if even Michael's aware of the connection because he wants to kill her, by the way. Like, so that's the other part of it. He's not trying to get to her to, to hang out and like teach her anything. She's still a target, but she has now been exposed to his evil and she's found that it works. And like, you know, he's still a technically he's technically a human being first who became this evil. So I mean, on the face of it, it's still sort of the Jamie idea, regardless of what they were planning with the multiple storylines or whatever that did or didn't happen. That kind of works, and it just in the, in the internal logic of the whole thing. Which again, to me, this seems like every other horror movie ever. So I don't, I don't really. But like, I, yeah, I, I, I get your point of view, but I don't think like this is still a fresh take on something. It, it this is. is. This is it, this is a fresh move.
2: I definitely, I like. It, it's definitely giving some fuel to the character. It's just is it fuel to go in the right direction or, you know, or a direction? The audience actually wants to see that character go. That's, what's up for debate. I, I know I there guess, are people that like
0: it. So, well, and I guess, you know, until it comes out, you never know, like, does yeah. do the audience want to see it? And then if the audience is rejected, it's like, yeah, all right. Well, we tried it's, it, it it's, <laughs> but it's the same thing. It,
2: it's the same thing that the other franchises were doing too. I mean, they're all just trying new ideas. They're trying, you know, whether they're yeah. throwing stuff against the wall to see what sticks. For so sure. now that being said i love danielle harris i think danielle oh, harris so is good. great i mean oh. danielle harris was let's just talk about her for a second and yeah. by the way if you're a fan of her she's got a great podcast called talk talk scary to me podcast uh right. <laughs> that's uh, a lot of fun she talks about you know her whole horror career and just her whole life in general um real really interesting but uh you know, if Jamie Lee Curtis is the queen of of the Halloween franchise, Danielle Harris has to be like the princess, right? Right. Sure. Yeah. I
0: yeah. think so. She she's she is so good in what what in that role. Yeah. And I mean, she, very, she has to carry that movie.
2: Like, she, she was all over the place at this. I, I remember her at that age. You know, yeah. all of, like she was on TV shows and and not only these movies but others and. She's just she's so she seems so far advanced over a lot of other child actors that she was so committed. And you you really buy her, you know, as as Jamie. Um, right. It's unfortunate that her character has been kind of erased from history because I think it is an interesting character. And she certainly had a great performance, uh, you know, twice over. So just want would- to give a
0: quick shout out to her. Even if she wasn't uh, playing her character, like I'm, su- like I'm really surprised she doesn't make it into the Halloween, the new Halloween trilogy, like at all. She made it into the Rob Zombie ones. She oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Yeah. So, um, because it's like you still want to go back to the royalty, and who knows? They may, we don't know anything about whether she was approached or not, or if they just didn't have, her, or there wasn't a proper place to put her in. But I don't think there know, was a
2: matter. place that would have fit it certainly would have been really cool to see her you know play somebody even just a new character or whatever in yeah. the new ones but uh you know probably just couldn't make it fit but uh, yeah. yeah but she still works she works all the time she's still super busy um oh sure sure. yeah just great actress and and she has you know good memories of making these movies and it was a good experience for her so cool it's nice to hear it wasn't a traumatizing horrible thing that scarred her for
0: life you know right right but well i uh, like what a what a challenge because you had she had to play mute and she had to play like tortured and yeah. you know she was very it's like the first 30 minutes of the movie she's essentially just traumatized and, and it's like and having a psychotic break the entire time like yeah. you know <laughs> it's yeah it's like that's a lot that shooting day was a lot yeah <laughs> like each scene i'm watching i'm like oh my god this is horrible, like for an actor, you know. So, so to me, like
2: she is a plus for the movie. Yeah, you know, she's definitely on the positive uh, side of things. So, um, we've also, of course, you know, these middle movies are really the the Doctor Loomis story, as opposed to the early and the later ones being the the Jamie Lee Curtis story. This is really Donald Pleasance's, you know, kind of realm that we're in here. I I don't you know talk about rinse and repeat, and I love Donald Pleasance, but you know Dr. Loomis has nothing new to go on. He's He no. plays the same note in in every movie and I this is, I feel like it's blasphemy to kind of talk badly about him. you know it, he's he's very over over the top and this one each one seems to progressively get more and more over the top and he's just so obsessive and intense you know, when, when in early in the movie, when he is, you know, and he really has no reason to hang around Haddonfield anymore other than he's just waiting for Michael to come back. But when he's like shaking, you know, he like shakes uh, Jamie in the bed, like "Mm, that's kind of, that doesn't feel so right anymore.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, he seems, he seems out of place in this, in this movie, you know, like in part four, like I felt like, He's kind of the lead really. In yeah. Part four. Part four right. I thought he yeah. was great. I mean, the one scene that sticks out, especially to me is the scene where he like hops in the crazy guys pickup truck and they're both <laughs> like looking each other in the eyes and you're not exactly sure which one's crazier. Right. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. in this one, like, he's just kind of like, there's no need, like you said, there's no need for him. Uh, the scenes he in, he's in are kind of awkward. Like his interactions with, with Jamie the the little girl are all weird whether he's shaking her in the bed or using her as a as bait to get Michael Mm -hmm. Myers to come chase him like it's all just like not like it just doesn't really work super well in in any one capacity you know so like I don't know it's unfortunate because I do like Donald Pleasance a lot I think he's great and you know I know you know he passes away like before six gets finished but um you know like is he in it's, it? He's in Yeah, he's in, yeah, he's six, in six, but
2: he's he's oh. not in good health, and you know, uh, he passes away. I think either during production or right when they finish production before they. Yeah, they had to shoot
1: it like for reshoots. They had to shoot around his his. Oh, wow. Not, yeah, not being there. So, but but um, but the Loomis
2: character, you know, serves such a purpose in in one, two, and four. You know, in one yeah. and two, he's really he's the one explaining everything. He's sort of like setting things up right and then in four he's your lead who no one's listening he's warning everybody no one's listening and he's trying to you know catch up with michael here in five it's almost like a repeat of of part four but not even like he's not doing anything that's really of any help to anyone he's not doing anything new you know and he's also not really able to catch up with michael almost till the very end so yeah i don't yeah it's it just it's Another thing that's not really working,
0: but like his presence there, like the remember the the psychic, this the one of Jamie's doctors was like, "You're just coming here to because you want to kill her." Like they're trying to set up that he suspects that Jamie is an extension of Michael, mm-hmm. like, and that maybe like she will be a threat. And mm-hmm. the, yeah, it doesn't. By the end, it doesn't really go and it doesn't go there. Like, but it's... you know, I, I, I it, yeah, it's like I thought. I think. Keeping his presence, like he's worried that she's gonna complete completely turn evil. I thought that was a good idea, but it, it's it's but he's just a mess of just obsessing over Michael and then just trying to figure stuff out. So, right. like I can see, like there's remnants of like storylines that don't go the full distance. I get what you're yeah. saying. Like as far as like there's like little seeds of everything. They're mm-hmm. just. Like you said, throwing stuff at the wall. So I yeah,
1: like I would have loved if they would have, I mean, like let's toss out the thorn thing altogether, like right. Like let's not even do that. But I think the most compelling angle is that struggle of like, is Jamie good or is she bad? You know, but I just don't feel like I mean, you, you mentioned a couple spots where it's kind of skirted on or 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 just very I think brushed on, but like they don't really buy like lean into it. Man, and I feel like that's, could have, I feel like that's the most compelling angle you could have gone with.
2: Yeah. But you could have had some real, you know, character work with, with a Loomis, like who's really struggling with this idea of like, is this, you know, how nine-year-old girl, 10-year-old girl, has she become pure evil? Is he crazy for thinking that, you know, right. like, like go, right. like give him something to actually work off of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, Donald Pleasants c- is an amazing actor.
1: Yeah, and you have a young actress who's got the chops. I mean, yeah. like we've already said how good she is. Like yeah. she she could have very easily, it seems, like been able to, to ride that line, you know? Yeah. But, um,
2: let's talk about a couple of other characters who are returning from part four. Uh Rachel Carruthers. The removal of the Rachel character is I just think a a really bad move. Um, It's dumb,
1: dude. She's such a badass in part four. And then in this one, it's like, she's like,
2: why is she there? I mean, it's a weak, you know, you take the hero from part four who has, you know, fought off Michael Myers time and again throughout that movie. And suddenly, you know, not only, I mean, they just portray her as a weak, you know, like, you know, a weak character, you know, who, who right off the bat is killed by Michael in a yeah. very like unimpressive way. Um, I, I don't know. And she, she you know, she's a fan favorite. People like the Rachel character. They kind of identified with her from four and you literally throw that all out the window early on in five.
1: Yeah. You do, you do her character such a disservice by like, just kind of like throwing her to the side. Yeah, like like she meant I, nothing. Yeah, you know, I, it's it's disappointing. I mean, well, she, what...
2: she she could have, she might as well have been one of the teen random teen friends in this yeah. movie.
0: Yep. Well, and that's the thing. It's like her best friend Tina turns out to be the 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 other girl to help with Jamie. Like, a yeah, character why? we haven't heard. Like, what's why would we do that? And but like that's what that's the problem with all of these damn movies of like the people who survive, the people who persevere. They ultimately end up dead yeah. or forgotten. And it's like, why? Like, make them bring them back. Make that the, the every... only one,
2: the only successful one was Tommy Jarvis. Even though the character changed greatly between the three movies, the character was successful at fighting off Jason and ultimately survived. You know, either whether you have Heather Langenkamp in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, you've got Adrian King in Friday the 13th, one and two. Uh, Or you've got, you know, Rachel here that just it's like they do no justice to the character from one movie to the next. Like, why set them up as such a hero if you're just going to pull the rug out, you know, early on the next movie? I mean, I I don't know. She she that was I mean, that's a famous thing with this movie that I, I think it's almost unanimous that people disagreed with that choice.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, and I think I think part of the way like you'd never make a horror franchise, I think, like this today, like the way where all the characters are disposable from one movie to the next. Right. You know, you want you want a hero or, or a protagonist. Right. I mean, they don't make these kind of movies anymore in terms of like franchise that is like, you know, you got but you got your conjuring franchise like right, Like, and you have a consistency of characters through mm-hmm. whatever that is and all of that. But like for this, this, if they were doing the teen slasher movie like now, and if they invented it now in terms of how the vocabulary of like good versus evil goes on, you'd have this, you'd have a lot of the same people kind of continuing to battle, but they, but Hollywood is so disrespect is so content. Like just has so much contempt for the audience that's like, well, we're just gonna make a fresh one, and like we're gonna take all the stuff you liked, and we're gonna we're gonna kill them off, and now here's a fresh movie for a new set of people, and it's like, yeah, but Fine. that other movie was eleven months ago, like yeah. it just happened, it <laughs> yeah. wasn't twenty years ago, right? Like you know what I well, mean, and that's that's what and, bothers me about this stuff too. It's like, yeah, I don't want to keep seeing the bad guy. Like, give me give me a hero. If like,
2: if you're gonna have teens. Teen characters running around and either being killed or chased or whatever why not have her be one of them and if you're gonna kill her like do it at the end
1: well do make it, it heroic the...
2: dude like yeah. don't make
1: it like such a throwaway
2: and really the original version was like he shoves a pair of scissors down her throat and that's like okay that's, that's not even a respectful way to kill that character you know <laughs> that's brutal <laughs> yeah so she she fought you know uh, ellie cornell the actress uh was able to at least have that change so at least she just you know plain old stabbing to the chest so um i was surprised
0: and, we saw her at the end like in, yeah. in michael's lair yeah <laughs> like which i found fascinating well that's a common thing <laughs> that he attic does layer? yeah well yeah but it's just like you know michael like like i'm like i'm watching these movies and i'm watching the new trilogy and i'm like you know does michael like what is he like does he go out does he go get like a burger like you know does he ever does he steal does he Ever just take the mask off and just does like, he just go get up? a? like does he know what a sprite tastes like I don't he, know. he goes he goes
2: to in and out he's got coupons that he <laughs> collects a little
0: double double like a... it's if he was but I, I i mean you know again it's but like well we'll get into the halloween ends later I yeah just but uh, anyway
2: um well, another character returning character is sheriff meeker yeah. So he, here's a problem, a, a, a continuing problem with these characters. Other than Jamie and Dr. Loomis, nobody seems to really <laughs> recall anything that happened in Halloween 4. I mean, there's no, it's it's less than a year later. This town has been massacred for the second time in what, 10, 10 years, 11 years? And it's like, oh, no, nope, it's Halloween. Everyone's going to have fun. Like your daughter was killed, like, half the police force and other townspeople were massacred. You're not gonna do anything. Like there's no acknowledgement of that. And you know, and Loomis calls him out on it and he reacts, but like doesn't actually do anything different. You know, there's no yeah. <laughs> like well like, and then he good. has no character in this movie either. And I like both stars as an actor. Um it just like Sheriff Meeker was just like you couldn't have given him any anything to play off of just other than the head of the cops. I mean, like, all
1: oh go ahead. Dude. No, go ahead, please. I was just gonna say, like in this movie, all of the like law enforcement people were kind of a joke. I mean, literally, when the two deputies come on screen, the first mm-hmm. shot, there's I like a cartoon or something yep. that plays in the background. That I'm like, yeah. is that really in there?
0: Like yeah. did that Alan like, Howard that is, put it in there, yep. Absolutely. I mean, like they have to telegraph that they're a bunch of morons. Yeah. Or like whatever. It's... Like, why? why?
2: Like, well, and and let me just say that was, I think, Coach Rizzo from Save by the Bell uh, was one of them. And the other guy was one of the uh, news uh, hosts
0: from Die Hard. Okay. Well, get out of so, town. There okay. you go. <laughs> um, they, it, I mean, yeah, like we saw them like in three separate major scenes, more or less. And they're. It was like goofy little soundtracks behind their appearance. Yeah. It's like, oh, by the way, these cops are a bunch of dum dums. They're gonna die, like, or you know, or they're not effective. Yeah, yeah. Is that that's how you do it? Like, is that is that Halloween at all? Is that part of this franchise? The
2: not I think the Haddonfield cops in general, other than the sheriff and maybe yeah. one or two others, are probably the least competent police force in
0: in, in all movie horror history.
2: Horror <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It it uh, it really frustrated me about Sheriff Meeker because in the, in four like I guess he was considered your tough guy, right? He was yeah. smarter. Yeah, he wasn't stupid. He had weapons, you know, and he was able to fight Michael and
1: Yeah, he survived. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't.
2: Um. So and then and then let let's talk about our new teen characters because no. You know, they drive me, uh, they really, I really struggled with them. And, and Wendy, this is not reflecting of Wendy Kaplan as an actress who plays Tina, but, um, Oh, she was great. I liked her. But the, the, like the shrieking and the like over bubbliness that, um, you know, it's a lot of yelling and, and, and shrieking is the only word I can really say for it. But yeah. Um, I you know, again, we like didn't have a lot of there's nothing to really like about her.
1: No, I mean those characters are all super formulaic. Like you could take them from any other horror movie and just plug them right in. Like I
0: like I like that she is she would have been one of the first to die in any of the other movies, and then she makes it as far as she makes it.
2: Uh, does she, does she actually die? Because that, we don't actually see her die, but I think it's considered. Well, she that does. She, she gets,
1: hit. she gets stabbed in the woods, right? Yeah. Like, like, like going chest, to save right? Jamie. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's, she's in the kill count for yeah. sure.
0: Okay. Yeah. I kind of like that. She's a little more like disposable in terms of how they designed her, that she turns from like, she's just having fun. She wants to have a party. And then like oh she wants her friends to have sex and she's like this is a part everything's awesome and then it's like oh no and then she's got to protect jane i was like oh this this is kind of cool because she's because like no offense to the other final girls but they're all like smart competent and designed that way from the beginning and this one i think like you know tina's like kind of underestimated the whole time and she gets as far as she does but that's just that's just me liking something a little different sure
1: But I mean Jamie's the final girl in this one, right? Like sure, yeah. I mean Tina, what I like. So Tina comes from the gas station where she just gets escorted away from from like the whole damn town's police force and the town over. And she's so dumb that
0: she doesn't know Michael Myers is in the car with yeah. And then she
1: just like the next scene, she's miraculously at the party. Like, I'm just like, what how did all that
0: what happened? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I, she's the she is the uh, um what do you call it not the uh, the unexpected hero uh, for the for a lot of the, the well movie. and the, and yeah. the characters played to like
2: eleven you know she takes the, yeah. the 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 energy and it's like oh this is too much unless I just saw you doing some cocaine
1: <laughs> like yeah I mean in yeah. in today's movies if if she if that character were in today's movies they would have played up the the idea that you think she's gonna die at any minute but
0: it's just a gag and she doesn't I, right i like, I mean i don't i mean the first time seeing this movie i'm like she's in that car with him i'm like event she's gonna die like yeah. i don't know and michael Myers driving a car by the way is the most ridiculous <laughs> oh, yeah. thing i've yeah. ever seen oh yeah but, but 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 aside from that like i'm like she's setting herself like she is she's it's like she's doubling down like she doesn't get it the whole time i'm like she's screwed until but then actually it, it made sense it almost turned all the way around like of course she's gonna live because she she just didn't get it the whole <laughs> she said, time yeah. she's got nuts. that kind of dumb luck She just There's, yeah and sometimes you survive out of dumb luck right like yeah. All those she saw those other kids buying beer and driving off, and I'm like, none of those people have to worry about Michael Myers. They're going to go to a <laughs> Halloween party and hang out, and it's going to be awesome. But we have to watch we watch watch her and all of her dumb dumb friends get killed. <laughs> you oh, oh, you like,
2: mean like Spitz? Spitz? Yes, yeah, so there's a Spitz? character named yeah. Spitz in this Sp-
0: movie. <laughs> hey, why not? Yep. You know, he's you know his last name's probably like you know Spitzfield or something like that. You know? <laughs> Spitzinger, <laughs> Spitzinger. <laughs> Why not? I could have in
2: <laughs> a different direction there, but I'll keep it clean on this one. Keep um, it clean.
0: <laughs>
2: uh at least there's no uh giant penis monsters uh, running around in this one.
0: That's true. Yeah, that's a big
1: problem. I can't yeah. believe giant penis monster made a made a, an appearance in this <laughs> in this podcast. It's the curse of the penis monster.
2: Uh so what do we think about um Michael Myers himself uh played by Don Shanks in this one? Uh, you know, we mentioned how it's almost a different Michael Myers in every movie, uh, but uh, George Wilbur played him in part four. We discussed not really loving the body language and just being a, a di- very different energy from the first one and, and the first two, really. Um, what do you think about Don Shanks as uh, Michael Myers?
1: I, I like him better than the last one. Mm-hmm um there's a lot of emotion in his eyes like there's a lot of scenes where you get like close up to his eyes which you know uh i don't really recall that from any of the other movies yeah that seemed no, to be it's like usually a recurring we don't see their eyes in yeah. the other
2: movies unless for specific shots but he's definitely playing more emotions playing more he's acting more you yeah. know like he's actually much more of a performance in this michael myers um yeah, I uh, I like his stature. I think they. I was going to say, like his his
1: yeah, his form and shape. I think is mm-hmm. is much much better than than. Uh, what did what did you say the actor's name George was? George From Wilbur. George Wilbur. Yeah, yeah, much better than George Wilbur. Uh, just more foreboding. You know what I mean? Like yeah. more like he just looks like a bigger presence.
2: Yeah, George Wilbur. I always felt a little more stiff you know then uh, dude, george
1: wilbur literally to me looks like one of those like scarecrows you see propped up mm-hmm. on the side of the road like yeah. just a bunch of sticks <laughs> with like padding in the yeah. shoulder like that's that's i mean there's like literally scenes where that's what it looks like
2: and uh, you know so we've got a new michael myers but we've also got a new michael myers mask and we get a con- I, I think every movie has a variation on the mask and I don't really like this one. I didn't like 4. I don't really like this one either. I don't think we get a good one really again until I think, you know, the 2018 version.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I'd give Rob Zombie's mask some
0: cred. It's yeah, about the I, only I even,
1: that's about the only thing from the Rob Zombie movies I give credit, but yeah
0: well it's just like it's so loose on him you know he doesn't yeah he, tuck tuck it in your collar yeah. bro. and like, he pulls just, it off like
2: he pulls it off because the mask comes off in this movie multiple yeah. times like it, it pulls off like it's just like a piece of paper you know <laughs> like,
0: well right well that's, like it's that's how they do all these you know hollywood masks is it's basically just cut from the back straight yeah. down and then you know patched and velcroed and all that so they basically went with that design where you just pull it straight off his face yeah instead of like up off his neck you know where you would think like a spider-man mask right you put it over your face yeah. and it sticks to your face but the actual design of these hollywood masks are so they can be removed quickly like
1: yeah it seems from, like something that would just be shifting over
0: his eyes the whole
1: time like he yeah never
0: <laughs> be able to like if he turned his head it would just like not be where it, it was- needs to be yeah, it was really, weird, but it's an interesting choice to have it. Like, why wouldn't you tuck it in? Like, why wouldn't? Why is it all Lucy like just laying on top of his head? It's kind of just looks kind of silly. Yeah, like he doesn't look that that crazy to me, <laughs> or you know, yeah, he, I'm not saying he's not threatening, but he's not as threatening. I think when the mask doesn't uh, sit right. Yeah.
2: Well, and then and then towards the end of the film, with the emotional scene between uh, Jamie and and Michael, where. You know, she's laying in the coffin and she's like really trying to connect with him, obviously to set him up. But, you know, he takes the mask off and then you see a tear coming out of his yeah. eye. It's like, what there's, are we
1: doing here? There's that close, close eye uh, work that I was mentioning. Yeah. yeah, Crying and very different. Yeah. Uh I don't know.
2: He's, um, he's
0: still a person. Michael Myers is still a guy.
2: Yeah. He's just he's just a guy. He's just having a he's having a tough break.
1: He's just a man who's going to stop breathing. The whole house scene in general is just kind of like what's happening, right? Yeah,
2: now?" Yeah. And that might, I mean, clearly this is a 100% different Mike, oh, you know, totally. Myers house. I mean, it's, it's like a mansion compared to the small house yeah. currently residing in South Pasadena.
1: Yeah. It's completely, Videotech. completely different house. Complete. I mean, it, uh, but the whole, like, I don't know the, 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 the scene there's like a scene where michael myers and donald Pleasants are just like camping out on the landing of the stairs like having a conversation it's like why all of a sudden can you be standing right next to him and he's not trying to kill you and yeah. how is it that he is everywhere all at once and also what's going on in, in the room with the other dead people and there's a little <laughs> coffin that jamie's going to lay in well and he that...
2: stole Yeah, they they mentioned it earlier in the movie that uh, what, what uh, nine-year-old's coffin was dug up why and stolen
0: so that she could lay in it there yeah, yeah. well the, yeah well you know yeah donald pleasance was like <sighs> what do you think they're going to do with that like why do you think because the idea was the the idea was that michael was a threat to her supposedly uh but who knows? Maybe he had a ritual in mind and he was gonna transfer his essence into her, and then Michael Myers would now be in the body of Jamie, and it was sort of like a child's play kind of situation. That's my theory.
1: Oh, you should read more of the Thorn Chronicles. <laughs> yeah, oh
0: also watch Jason
2: Goes to Hell. Uh we'll we'll, we'll get there down the road. Oh,
0: fascinating. Remember, yeah. people, I haven't seen this shit. <laughs> well, oh, I you're know. gonna. You got yeah. a
2: really good 2023 coming at you, so <laughs> yeah,
0: can't wait. It's gonna be the best year ever.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, the Myers House just just bugs me because you know part of what again part of the simplicity of the original was just like this plain house where this evil stuff happened, and here you've got this um, you know mansion look with this these spires and yeah, and it's like a Victorian like yeah.
1: style. Like what is going?
2: Yeah, that's just no this is a different movie um all right so the movie shot in the late spring of uh, 1989 in salt lake city so the same same place they filmed part four uh, they also shot part part five and i think par- parts of uh six as well you can see like the hardware store from the fourth movie you can see that in when the the man in black pulls up on the bus you can see it there and some of the other locations so um, so that's, you know, nice continuity-wise that at least they, they shot in the same town. So um, clearly not South Pasadena, but we moved on from that a while ago. Uh, they, uh, safety was a, was a thing <laughs> in, uh, when they were shooting this. There was a number of uh, almost, you know, really bad accidents specifically in that car sequence in the woods um oh that was nuts so you can see how close he is don shanks was i mean don shanks is a stuntman so he was driving the car you can see how close he is to danielle harris you know she's only a kid and and he's you know right on her tail um nothing happened there but wendy when he's chasing wendy kaplan uh who's tina there was at one point he clipped her her, you know, her gown, like her, um, her cape got caught under the tire. He was so close to her that it pulled her under the car. He like was able to avoid actually, you know, rolling over her with the tire, but it was, I mean, that like, she could have easily been killed. And then for the shot where he hits the tree, he smashes in the tree, the car, you know, front of the car blows up as cars do every car that touches something has to explode.
1: Absolutely. And That's apparently, work.
2: Domin- Dominique, uh, the director, was so just kind of mesmerized by the scene, he forgot to yell cut. So Don's sitting in the car, which is now on fire, and just waiting and waiting and waiting. <laughs> and finally, the stunt coordinator is like, are you going to yell cut or what? <laughs> and uh, finally, they did. But But that was another like, like, could have could have been another really dangerous situation
0: (laughs) there there were moments with with the with uh jamie running i'm like if she tripped right there like they're going so they're going fast enough like in the i'm like if she just tripped suddenly and i don't know like she could be killed like yes well she was she danielle harris was saying
2: like that was an open field that they you know art department came in and put all the trees and then they filled it with smoke so she's like, when I got there, it was like suddenly, you know, we had mapped out the route I was supposed to run. But now that all this stuff was there, like I didn't she didn't know where to go. Oh
0: my God. Like that scared the shit out of me. That's watching scary, that? Yeah, that's yeah. terrifying. Like they, Because there's like longer cuts they're longer, uh, you know, longer. They don't cut as quickly as you would. You would cut today. Yeah. So to like show the forward motion, you know, was so was
1: this before or after the Twilight Zone movie?
0: after
2: this is about four years after yeah. really
1: that's yeah that's interesting to me
2: yeah well you know child labor laws uh just have gotten better over over time but oof, yeah Some close bit. one um but it seems like as a production though they had a really good time making this movie there's actual on the uh blu-ray there's actually you know footage of you know that somebody shot with just one of the old camcorders uh of them just partying every night you know the director too, greg nicotero who did the effects like just really having a good time yeah a lot of like they took over a whole ho- hotel in downtown salt lake and and um you know they just seem to have a really good time you know at at uh friday nights saturday nights were pretty big uh rager parties and you can actually see some of that uh footage and you know, they're well, all at least
1: somebody got to enjoy the movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding. That's, but that's like that's pretty good. I'm I'm joking. That's a good joke. <laughs> there's there's a
2: shot in there where it's like Greg Nicotero like goes up to the camera and says, It's six AM. They're all clearly very, very <laughs> drunk. And they're like, We have to be on set in like two hours. Oh jeez. Yeah. Yikes. Well, they're all in their twenties, you know. Yeah, I remember I those days. I don't. Yeah, (laughs) that's the Um, problem. So, yeah, Nicotero, who is now obviously a a legend, part of KNB, but has become, you know, a a director and really running things on on The Walking Dead shows and, um, you know, was a big part of the Evil Dead movies and uh, just cool to see him involved in the Halloween franchise as well. Um, I enjoyed the... Alan Howarth's score. It's, it's finally, you know, by this point he had separated from Carpenter um, as doing his composing. So, you know, he took over uh, fully for the rest of the franchise and they went back to a more piano kind of based score, which was, which was nice to hear. So uh, I'm a, I'm a big Howarth fan and you can, you can hear a lot more about Alan Howarth and our friend, uh, Jay Blake Fischera's uh, scored to death podcast his books and uh, pitch in for his Kickstarter uh, for a documentary as well but um, uh, what do you think gore wise does this one match up to some of the other ones or do you think the uh, at this point in 89 the MPAA was really cracking down on horror films so uh, you know the gore that we saw in the first part of the 80s was really not you weren't seeing that at this point anymore
0: yeah it's not really gory at all
1: yeah, it's pretty toned down. Yeah. Like, there's, I, I, I did a kill count. There's about 20 deaths, but half wow. of those, half of those happen after. No, after the Man in Black comes and like springs. Well, oh, yeah, I assume springs Michael oh, Myers out of jail.
2: We're about to talk about the ending. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. So um, the the other yeah.
1: half is like spread all throughout the movie, and then there's there's like. 10 in the movie and then 10 just right at the right in the the jail cells.
2: Yeah. Well, since we're here, um, Oh, the ending of this movie. So, you know, they really, they really didn't have an ending. I think you can kind of tell that there was really, they did not know how to end this movie. Um, I guess you could have ended it with, you know, where Loomis uses as Jamie as bait in the Myers house and lures, Michael into a trap with like a big net of, you know, a a chain net. Uh, And then he beats him into unconsciousness with a wooden (laughs) plank. And then (laughs) what happens to Loomis there? Does he I mean, it looks like. It looks it appears that he dies on top of uh, on top of Michael, or at least as a stroke or a heart attack or something.
0: Right? Yeah. I you think he struggles? I, yeah, I don't. Well, he collapses
2: on him, eyes open, not moving. I think it's kind of like the those last time we see
1: Loomis. Fainting goats, you know, where they get all worked up and they just fall just <laughs> right over. Just turn right over. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know. I didn't. I didn't read it as he died, but of course, maybe that was the original intention. I don't know. I have a feeling.
2: I I have a feeling at the time this was them writing writing him off. Obviously we'll come back to part six when we cover that movie and what happened in between, but there's a six year gap. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, uh, Michael is brought to jail. And then suddenly we see the man in black approach the jail. Uh, Jamie has been walked out of the precinct and cop that was with her goes running back in. And then you just see hear this shootout. And as Jamie goes into the, the sheriff's station, Every everyone's been massacred. The the cell has been blown up. Michael Myers is gone. And that's how we end. Cliffhanger ending, obviously a setup to another movie where they just I they had no idea what they were gonna do, but that's yeah. pretty
0: cool. That's a pretty cool ending. It's not a great ending, but it's like okay, we're set, we're at least telling you something's gonna happen again. Something I new. mean. I think mm-hmm. you're just you're you're
2: the problem is you're left with more questions than answers. And that's more questions you, than you want to be left with.
0: That's why you turn into tune into Part 6. Yeah, yeah, but... it's Six years later.
2: Yeah, like, there was no Part 6 on the horizon after this. It was, oh, no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, they yeah. didn't
2: make a six until six years later? Yeah, not, right. Part 6 comes out in 95. So well, ah. you were yeah. left with this as your ending for quite some time.
0: Well, who would have thought that was going to happen?
2: Yeah. They
0: figured they had a hit on their hands. But,
2: you know, they, there is... Um, a question I had immediately the first time I saw it was where's Sheriff Meeker who was right. in the, in the in the, you know, the uh, precinct when uh, the man in black went in there, but we don't see him, you know, we, there's no shot of him. So did he live? Did he die? Is he
1: the man in black?
2: Is Yeah. Could be.
0: He uh, Get
2: off a bus or whatever he did in
0: the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> early right. in the morning.
2: The, uh, there is the a, red herring. so they shot, there's obviously more footage of what happened in that, in you know the, that shootout scene, and there is still images online of Sheriff Meeker being shot, um, but there's no actual footage of it that exists, as far as anyone knows. So, uh, but the, yes, it's it's understood that Sheriff Meeker's been killed, as has every other policeman in Haddonfield. So. Yeah. And then what is, where does Jamie go from here? You know, God knows where Loomis is, if he's alive or dead, Meeker's out and there's nobody left for Jamie. Rachel's Jamie's gone, alone.
0: Tina's gone. Yep. yep. Everybody's gone. Jamie yeah. goes in hiding.
2: I guess her parents are still alive, right? Her foster uh, parents. Yeah. I mean the Carruthers, uh, yeah. but they were out, they were, I think it was mentioned they were out of town for this. So.
0: Well, like her dad still exists, right? It's like his dad married his step her stepmother, is that or no?
2: Well, they were Rachel's parents. They They were both Rachel's parents. Yeah. Oh. In the fourth movie. That they were like oh. her foster parents. Oh, okay. They're yeah. I couldn't
0: remember if one of them was her parent. Never mind. No, not,
2: not birth parent. That would that was uh Lori Strode was her birth mother, so
0: Right. Yeah. Lori Strode's her mother
2: so so that's our ending um a lot of a lot of feelings uh uh, people have a lot of feelings about that ending but uh, yeah yeah i don't know so overall i mean does the movie does it help the franchise or does it hurt it what do you think is it taking it in a new direction that you in 1989 you would have wanted to uh see or was it more frustrating
1: I mean I think I've answered that question throughout <laughs> yeah. the course of this but I would say that it's much more frustrating I don't think it does anything for the franchise that's why nobody acknowledges it <laughs> in any of the continued Yeah. I mean even in H2O and Resurrection they don't acknowledge these three and yeah. oh wow. In in the 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 2018 or 2017 I don't know the the revamp of halloween they don't acknowledge it. you know i mean yeah there's a reason these live on a plane of existence all by themselves yeah and there's a reason that it took six years for them to make the the final part of of this like it's it doesn't do anything like yeah it, it, it's it's a hundred percent a cash grab
0: that's a bummer
2: david what do you think having the fresh eyes
0: It's fine. It's like all the other movies.
2: (laughs) I mean, you think it's do you? Do you literally think it's comparable to the other movies, or is it better or
0: worse? I it's as good as it's as good as four. Like it's fine. I you know yeah. I I don't I don't have a I don't have a negative feeling toward it. To be honest, I'm like "Eh, they tried something. It's a little weird. It's you know, I don't know how effective it is, but I was as entertained by this as as the other movies. <laughs> <laughs> for Halloween, Probably Halloween 3 I like more. <laughs> so, Alright, there you go. So Halloween 3 I mean, I might dope. even like Halloween 3 more. <laughs> Halloween 3 is this, pretty dope. This is probably the worst Halloween
1: movie of, of all of them.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I think wow, if we're wild to me, I can't, it, wow. if
2: we're going to rank them, it's like I, one is like in the stratosphere, right? And then you've got yeah, one's for, a
1: completely different tier. Yeah,
2: like this, that's quality filmmaking right there. Two, Alright, two, for me, it's for me now it's probably three, two, four, five. That's my uh, of
0: the of the ones that we've seen. Uh, so oh wow.
2: Yeah. Of the ones we've seen. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe uh, it's we- just because
0: it's like late eighties, the production value is pretty good that maybe I'm just like like, oh, this is pretty good. Like that's fine. Yeah. Like, I mean, look, it's not the production like, value is very good. We've seen we've With seen good actors. Yeah. Good actors in it. Like
2: very cheaply made horror movies that look like beyond low budget yeah this is not, not that i mean even like evil dead one and even parts of evil dead Two. Oh that's yeah that's part of the charm of it but right. uh you know the production value yeah is is there it's shot well it's you know it's not about the lighting and the you know cinematography and the production design and the and the the cast it's it's all story yeah. you know the problems with this so
1: uh if i were ranking them i go one two four five and no three, three is not a Halloween movie. Okay. You're right. So,
2: you're right. You're right. It's season I mean, of the witch.
1: Yeah, I, I'll give it. I mean, it's it's a better movie than four and five, but it's not a Halloween
2: movie. Yeah, uh, hey, it won't argue with you there. It does have Tom Atkins, so that just puts it what? on a higher <laughs>
1: level. all you need is tom atkins i know really better than four and he should have just walked
2: through the through (laughs) through the frame in this one it would have elevated it uh all right um i think uh let's do a little box office glory and then we will discuss the new halloween film halloween ends okay cricket
1: sounds instead of discussing (laughs) halloween ends
2: i know right (laughs) Uh, Okay, so the film is released October 13th, 1989. It had a $5.5 million budget. It opens at number two. Number two with a $5.1 million opening weekend. So it almost made its money back opening weekend. Uh, But it's coming up against uh, other new releases. Look Who's Talking, The Fabulous Baker Boys, and Mm. Crimes and Misdemeanors. Uh, but it just it, it edged out Al Pacino and Sea of Love into the number two spot. So, mm. way, way to go, Michael Myers. Way um, to go! It ended up with a total domestic run of eleven point six million. Um, so you know that's rough. That's it's rough. rough. It's it's not really a hit when you when you when you talk about you know prints and ads, you double your budget essentially. So they're they're barely making anything on this, if at all. Yeah. Uh, it ends up number seventy six of nineteen eighty nine uh, between a movie called Physical Evidence, but ahead of Police
0: Academy Six. Ooh, so is that, is that Miami? Is that the Miami?
2: That no, that's five. That's uh, City Under Six. City Under Siege is that six? Oh, no, okay. that's like two or I thought, three. Isn't is six the Six Russian? Moscow? Moscow, mission yeah. To mission Moscow? to Moscow, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs>
1: And I'm pretty sure that was number 77 of the year, right? There were only 77 movies that year, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and,
2: and if we're talking about the Halloween franchise, this is excluding the Rob Zombie ones just because I'm excluding them.
1: Because uh, a mask um, doesn't get you counted.
2: Right. Uh, of the 11 Halloween movies, including the, the current ones, uh, this would rank number 11.
0: Makes sense to me. It's amazing. So yeah, the this, very is the, bottom. this is the largely, this is the most rejected, least favorite of, of the franchise, Yes, yeah.
1: The
2: least financially successful and yep. Uh, if you
0: didn't know anything though, it's like, eh, this is pretty good, like whatever slasher movie, like this isn't any better than
2: <laughs> well, almost funny, any of those like, movies. Like, like if you didn't... can,
0: like there's a, so many, there's so many
2: bad horror movies from the eighties and nineties that. Ultimately, it's like yeah, I'd probably watch Halloween Five over some some of the other ones, but uh, but,
0: but that's the thing. The, this one is closer to the, like the cheesier, worse yeah. movies than it is correct the the better or better quote unquote. Well, of the, of the uh, you know yeah the original innovation, the innovation, I mean. the innovation yep. of the original yep. standards that Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, and Elm Street all did. Mm-hmm. Like it's this is closer to the shittier. B movies, I guess, yeah. as we would call them.
2: We've just we've gone so far. We're so far removed from what built the franchise and what what Halloween was. Um, it's just it's so far from that. In, it's in almost a
0: it's almost a fan film. It's almost <laughs> a fan. Film.
2: Yeah. Um, speaking of, we have fan a films? new entry in the Halloween franchise that just recently came out, and uh, it's time to look at Halloween ends. So let's just you know set the table here. Uh, We did cover Halloween 2018 uh, back when that film uh, was first released. We did a we David we did a fresh out of the theater coverage on that. So we got uh, got
0: right into the studio and just started recording. Yeah, I think I was uh, I was very uh, very excited about that movie.
2: Yeah, yeah, and um, I loved it. I I loved it too. I mean, there was a couple of things that. Uh, i you know disagreed with some some stuff from uh you know some of these later movies that they lifted but uh i think i said i like 80 85 percent really 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 liked Halloween 2018
0: um it took then it back there to was basics.
2: yeah back to basics you 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 reset you know it's hitting the reset button it's paying homage to the originals it's got jamie Lee, but it's also i think honoring like where would these characters be now you know, forgetting right. everything except the first movie. Where would these characters be? And I think, I, I think they did a really great job of that. And, yeah. and uh, James Jude Courtney, who plays uh, Michael Myers, uh, was, a, was this, definitely the second best Michael Myers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, great body language, oh, and mask yeah. and, and everything. And the kills were really, really rough. Um, yeah, so very happy with that. We did not do an episode on Halloween kills. Um, what are we your guys' not. quick thoughts on that one? Controversial.
0: Uh, my, I did not like it by uh, by an order of magnitude. I thought it was awful. I did not enjoy it at all. Like There were parts of it that were kind of cool, some of the kills and all that. But once again, sidelining Laurie Strode is the f- fucking stupidest thing you can do after that first movie. Sidelined her completely, made him a made him a god that could do that could not be hurt, and then it just and then just killing Judy Greer's character, killing her daughter, all that. I was just like, this is this is a trash movie. I hated it. I was not a fan. I didn't like it. I was like, nope, no thanks, bye. I'm out of here. But only because if I'm gonna look at the lens of what I just saw the year ago. You took everything I enjoyed and then you just said, eh, we're going to do we're going to like pay homage to all the other crap that came in 30 years ago. We're going to throw it in this movie. Thumbs down. No, thanks. Didn't like Halloween kills. Won't ever watch it again. That was me. Yeah. Brent, um, Brent, <laughs> I think right. has a similar. <laughs> Brent, I think you defended this movie quite a defended the sequel quite a bit. But I, I, dude I haven't seen it since that
1: midnight Before it like that it came out That week but I remember enjoying it Yeah um, As a continuation Of the 2018 mm-hmm, Movie sure. uh, I don't know that I felt like Super uh, maybe I did Felt super strongly About it as like a great sequel In general but I think that it was an okay Continuation of that story I think that I think that that's a choice. It's a choice. Yeah. I think that it gets, I think that for me, having seen ends now, oh, I dislike kills more. um, Oh, just in general. That's interesting. But that's because ends, ah, uh, dude, I don't even know where to start with ends. So, well, ends yeah. just pisses me off, dude. Like I just think that's complete fucking garbage. So, 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 so
2: I, I had some Halloween ends. I had some in, an initial reaction, which we had a very lovely text chain, the three of us about mm-hmm. our thoughts. Uh, you know, having had a, a little bit of time to reflect on it. Um, I'm not as angry as I was when I got out, when I finished the movie, you know, I Mm -hmm. it's, it's really trying to do something different. And I think I I sent you guys the article that I saw online about it, but the clue, you know, the, the clue to what it's doing is in that opening the title shot where, you know, the actual, the actual
1: logo. I I don't give a fuck about the title shot and the The font choice
2: is, is, Matches exactly Halloween three. Well, and that's the
0: thing. They took. Uh, they decided that they wanted to reference the rest of the franchise, right? And they could have gone in a different direction, right? Now they could I, have kept it their own, and like, yeah, they decided, like, well, no, we like we like all this other stuff that everyone has a problem with, and look what they came up with. Here's
2: you know? here's what I think that they're doing. So they, and this is a way to. This is a means to an end of continuing the Halloween franchise without Michael Myers and Lori Strode. Now, should they do that? Probably not. But what I think that they're doing is bringing back the idea that John Carpenter had for part three, which is that evil is something more than just Michael Myers and evil can tr- evil exists, evil can transfer it can infect and survive. So you know, and going through whether it's masks or the town or whatever, uh, that that's kind of what this one in particular is about. Now, that that is a setup, I think, to continuing more Halloween movies using that evil that exists as, you know, your villain, really, uh, instead yeah. of it having the face of Michael Myers. Now, do I agree with how they achieved that? Not at all. Like, it, <laughs> there's so I many... Don't think-
1: sorry go ahead finish. no I just
2: there's 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 so many problems in this movie that could have you know the I, I really focus on the Corey character and the the introduction of that character a major character that suddenly in the third movie of a trilogy we're spending we're meeting for the first time we're spending all this time with um, and that we don't even I didn't care about. I just, I wanted him to, like, I just want him to get out of the movie, like get out of the way and get Laurie Strode front and center here. Um, Right.
1: I couldn't agree with you more. Like, that's my point exactly. Like (laughs) the whole issue that I have is that what they've done is they've got, they've not given, they've not done any service to what they've done in the first two movies. And they've completely fucked themselves in the third movie by introducing all this shit Here. If they would have introduced that stuff in the second movie, like the whole scene where Corey accidentally kills the kid, you know, and like sets him off, and like you have him as a through line somewhere in the second movie, right? Because the first movie, needs to be about michael and Lori, first like one's meeting fine as up. it
0: is don't touch 100%. the first one. Yeah. Oh, i love it i'd watch the, i would watch that again i would yeah, yeah. and we will the only the only halloween movie i'll watch a, a second time <laughs>
2: and, and it's and, honestly and it's like good.
1: it's decent
0: it's so a i like
2: halloween. End, it's a perfect ending for that you know the three yeah. women coming together multi-generation oh, survive awesome. like great ending anyway yeah. amazing <laughs>
1: love it like more yes and the second movie they could have totally introduced Corey. They could have introduced a bunch of that storyline, right? Yep. and and instead they don't. It's not even a figment of anybody's imagination at this point, right? They've created this thing where, like basically Michael Myers f- fucks Lori over again, kills her daughter. Dude, in the third movie, now I want to see Lori hunting fucking Michael Myers down yep. and kicking the ever loving shit out of him for an hour and, and a half. In- That's instead, all I care about.
2: Yeah. And instead, it's four years later, and she's happy, she's, this is peaceful, she's all happy. like at
1: peace, like she's oh, like, this is great. Life is tra- awesome. I lived through this traumatic thing, and for my entire life, I've been this recluse who's been like training, like freaking Sarah Connor, out in the woods to kill this yep. thing. And like now, you've killed my daughter, and oh, fuck you! I'm gonna pick some I'm flowers, good. and I'm at peace. I'm yeah. moving back. Well, and to the city, and, like nothing ever happened. Fuck you. And like, that and this is me off, dude. Like, and that's such a like, fucking cop out.
2: Like yep. we mentioned in Halloween five, it's the same problem of they, they killed all of the, he, he killed so many people in the town in the second movie, right? Well, the first yeah. two movies right. that they're just going to forget that, you know, like he massacred all those people, that mob that was surrounding them. He killed all of them, yeah. um, you know, like, oh, it's just, oh, and then he disappeared. I guess he's gone. Like we just moved on from it.
1: Yeah. yeah I like, mean, it just... might think, look, like I, I don't mind the Corey's, storyline like i mean sure it it even goes back to part five where i think that jamie would have been interesting sidekick to michael back yes it's a rehash of that you know like like of course
0: it's the same movie right like let's
1: let's do it but the thing is is like again the execution is total fucking asshat dude like it's just like doesn't like it doesn't work like you're trying like you're totally taking a left turn at the last basically the last act of this thing that you've been building and putting together. And it's like, it doesn't fit in. It doesn't make any sense. It seems like you had no plan or no thought to what you were doing going into it. Like, it seems completely like a total cop-out. Like what all of a sudden this thing is here. Like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I like the idea of like planting a seed for there to be a way to continue a Halloween franchise beyond Michael Myers you know, that's all great, but, like, why are you introducing it here? Like, it doesn't fucking work if it's, like, something that you're doing at the last minute, like, makes it feel like you had no, like, kind of thought that you put into it. Like, it's just, and it's fucking stupid. Like, the way that it all, like, plays out, like, the way that Corey is all, like, i mean Corey and the relationship with with uh what's allison yeah like it's just like dude really like that's it's out, a, it's like, out how, of nowhere how the fuck did they fall in love in 32 yeah. seconds well we like, were
0: watching we were watching christine all over again guys. yeah exactly, like, you know he's dude, corrupted and but the thing like the big misstep i think it was allison should have been the Corey character allison could have that, we could dude, have exp- that right that there would have been it. So you go, that would have you been know, it. like and she's like, she's like suddenly a 40 year old nurse at the hospital. I mean, she's not, but like, you know, they, they make her, you know, it's four years. It's supposed to be four years later. Yeah. So she's older, but so is, so is Corey. Corey's like 25 by the time we, the timeline syncs up. Like, and he's just this like, dude, you know, like that has lived through this trauma, but it should have been Allison's story or it should have been Laurie's story. And... Yeah. Why
1: the fuck is it Corey's story? But then and... Allison,
0: yeah. like, cause if you're going to explore Allison going into the dark side, like she had two movies. You gave her two movies to be a part of that. And now you're going to like sideline her for some other dude. Like, and then, and like, I'm not going to, I don't mean to take this like the gender thing, but it's like, of course, four dudes wrote a story about a brand new fucking guy who turns evil and of the women that like the women who become obsessed with them. Like, Laurie becomes obsessed with him. Allison becomes obsessed with him. And it's like, this guy is like Corey is inconsequential. It, like, he should be and after after what we saw after that first movie like the fact that you're going to give cory the 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 spotlight thumbs down like absolute yeah. gar- absolute trash move like, and i not think i mean his
1: performance is great everybody's oh, performance is great like great like i think everybody's really good
0: but, oh like, absolutely there's yeah
1: there's so much the bullshit like yeah. what is this whole like there's a scene where jamie like we're supposed to believe that all of a sudden jamie lee curtis is gonna commit suicide and then like to get uh, us out of that scene, she literally looks at the camera and says, What you thought I was going to kill myself? No, not even for a second. Yeah. What No, the fuck but that wasn't
0: that. About? Well, that wasn't for us. That was for Michael. Or no, Was it was not? Court, was it, court, though? Yeah. Like, I mean, well, it was a little for us, but it just, uh, there's, the way that it's that's, staged, that's not everything. the worst part of
1: this. Th- like, no, 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 it's not even, the worst. It's just it's like, not even close to the worst. Well, the fact it's just that, like, additional, she, like, what the fuck is that even in there for? Like, it doesn't make any sense.
2: The fact that she, I mean, the whole Corey thing, again, like I get where they're going with it. You needed to have set it up in part two so you can spend more time on the turn here in part three. Because she's the one who introduces him to her granddaughter, you know, like Allison. Like she starts this problem. But here's the thing that bothered me most about this movie was the marching band bullies.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: They're marching band. (laughs) They're in marching band. band and they're the worst. Like, the typical, what would normally be the be jock jocks. bullies,
2: they're the marching band, and they're using their dr- the drum. like, the- Oh, my I, God, uh, as a I, I, mean,
0: I, I mean, that's a clearly a very intentional choice. Yeah. Like, okay, we're going to spin this. Who are the bullies now yeah. in 2022? And it's not the football players. It's oh, it's the marching mar- band. It's the marching band. And it's literally just the one dude and then like his other dude is like supportive and the one girl is kind of supportive and the other girl's like no, we shouldn't do this yeah and they keep getting in trouble and they're and they're bullying they're they're like 17 18 they're bullying this 25 year old dude because, <laughs> yeah. like it's hysterical oh,
2: like
0: man. like this like that's the thing this halloween ends try to take like tropes from all different horror movies and 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 Like, mash them together. Like, it's not just a Halloween movie. It's there's a little bit of Friday the 13th in there, and there's a little bit of Elm Street in there, like, and a little bit of just 80s horror in there. Like, it's like, guys, you, you took, you made, you made the Halloween movie in 2018. You made that movie. Why didn't you just extend that? Like, go further. And they're like, well, no, no, we want to go back to the well. We want to go back to all the stuff that we loved and then put it in and like it's just you didn't need to like that's just because it existed and you it was you were in a formative place doesn't mean it was good or worth exploring again you could have done anything you wanted and you decided to like just go back take all the tropes you wanted i don't I, I i get i get it like i get the the point of it and i don't think necessarily it's all not done well but it's just like oh man you had a chance to do something interesting
2: yeah and 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 you know i've been kind of reading article after article about it and the comparisons to the third movie are you know pretty pretty deep and you know looking at that and the love the third movie's gotten over over the course of time i don't know if that's going to happen with this one but you know who knows it's just it's it's illogical it just doesn't there's there's creative choices that don't match up to where the first one in this new trilogy was going and even parts of the second um i don't know it just feels a little bit unfaithful to to at least some of the characters um even Lori is i don't know if uh, she would have I don't know. Don't know if I agree with all the choices they made. Laurie is
0: one yeah. character for majority of the movie, and then she turns against Corey, and then she becomes the Laurie we knew from the first. fight. Yeah, the Laurie the first, we wanted to see. Yeah, yeah. In really, part, like
2: if, yeah. if you could take the last thirty minutes and make that the movie, then you have a good movie on your hands. But uh, it's the hour and a half prior to that that <laughs> it's the totally a lot nice of problems
0: because I don't think the idea is like her, like. I don't think them like they were trying to make it like she was deluding herself and thinking everything was fine and pretending. I think she was literally in that place where everything's kind of good. And then, you know, like, so to turn her back to where she was after, like, seeing her being the same way. Because, like, you watch that first movie, the whole time, like, everyone is against her. Everyone thinks she's crazy. Like, everyone. And that actually makes sense because... If you didn't have the legacy of 30 years of movies to, to to color Laurie Strode, you would think she's absolutely batshit, too. You would agree with every other character in that movie, and you wouldn't yeah. think she's preparing for Michael Myers. Why would she prepare for Michael Myers for 40 years? It doesn't make sense like at all. But you use the legacy of the other movies to say that he is it's like batman and joker it's a legacy thing like this is what it's always about these two characters and that's what that's that's what that first movie in 2018 banks on it banks on the legacy Mm -hmm. and so now you have to take it to the next level and like you have to go beyond that and but all they decided to do is like well no we're just gonna go back to the stuff we like to watch in the 80s when we were getting high and you know just loving horror movies that are that don't make sense because that to me I don't I don't I don't I don't like that stuff but they loved it and they're like yeah let's keep let's keep doing that and like I don't know like they I think it was a good attempt but I don't I don't nobody seems to really enjoy it. I don't know. It just what a I yeah that's I don't a, know a, what a what a bummer. Yeah I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm, I was like I was excited that uh that um david gordon green was doing a remake of the exorcist and like leading up this hellraiser tv series and now i'm just like totally put yeah. off by it He's
0: hey. like, oh no i'll just make uh I'll make hellraiser three again in the season two of this show like who knows yeah. i don't know i you know he's i like david gordon green i think mean, he's, he's a competent dude like we've seen good shit from him this man, this is a bummer. Like, well, he was
2: he's clearly he's going in a direction. It's just that we and many, many, many other fans of this franchise are disagreeing with where he ultimately ended up taking it. He set it yeah. up really well and then yeah. you know, took it somewhere else that I you know, I they must have thought that was a good idea but well um, yeah
0: like none of them set out to make a bad movie right but there's four credited writers on this yeah and guys come on like what i mean you and you had an extra like two years to make it like yeah, well, you had the whole second movie that
1: you could have set this movie up in is is still yeah. the the main point you know right. like because that second movie movie at this point serves no purpose oh yeah well it's yeah completely I,
2: it, it's because when you walk out of the second movie, out of Halloween Kills, like it really feels like, OK, now it's going to be the final showdown. It's right. all going to lead to the two of them, you know, just going ballistic against each other, uh, which is what we thought we were going to see. That was not the movie we were given. I mean, it was in the last 10 minutes, but um You know, there was a lot of movie prior to that that didn't have anything to do with
0: it. Yeah, but like this, the psychological aspect of this third movie is a great exploration and like what evil is and how it spreads. And I I like, I like the idea, but it doesn't track with those first two movies at all. Right? Like, just would
1: would have loved to see it.
0: Yeah, they would really
1: planted the seeds in part two. Yeah, if you're gonna go
2: there, if you're gonna do that. And I agree completely with you, David. I love the idea. I love the yeah. the concept of it. But you you've got to set it up differently. You know, if that's where you're going, then then smooth it in there somewhere in the first two movies. I mean, maybe there's hints of it, but not. It's not layered on like the third. You know, this movie. I mean, it's where that's just completely about that. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, it, ultimately, like we've we're we've, we're covering two. Uh, sequels for the Halloween films deep in the franchise, uh, both versions of it. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we're kind of walking away disappointed from both of them. And that's kind of a bummer. So I do want to say a couple of positive things about Halloween ends.
0: Let's talk about the things we like.
2: Uh, John Carpenter back, even just doing the score. Love it. Sure, Carpenter score. I can take, you know, even though it's you know it's him and and his son and i I think somebody else but not alan howarth but i love it i think you know a modernized version of the old score really well done always happy to hear carpenter score and the end credits don't fear the reaper love that yeah (laughs) that was good i was down down for both of those i mean as of course saturday night live has made that song you know forever cheesy with the will ferrell skit and everything but i love that song i love the song and i love And part of why i love it is you know when i saw it in halloween it's so it's so eerie you know that moment where where laurie and um and uh, nancy are, are driving the car and michael myers is just following them and like you just you kind of have to look for it that he's like he's right behind them the whole time like that's just so creepy and that's the song playing with it so uh yeah love that they brought that one back i mean clearly they're they're Excelled at the nods to the earlier movies, so um, it's the new direction we struggled with. But um so I don't know. That's gonna that's gonna wrap up Shocktober twenty
0: twenty two. What a hell finish. of a time! What a I hell of a wait. time we had! I wanted to know. Wait, come on! What what can Brent say that's positive about Halloween? That's <laughs> come on! What 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 did what? You know, we don't like the movie. Is there a hill oh. you
1: liked? Is there, oh, is there a hill? It a was moment? pretty awesome to think that Michael Myers was living in a sewer crack for four years. Four years. <laughs> a crack, just a crack in the sewer. <laughs> but no the one's fuck?
0: inspected. Like, don't they have inspections in these tunnels? Like, what happened? The tunnel inspector? Yeah. Yeah, tunnel inspector. He's, he's got to go out there.
1: I can um, tell you 100% that when they uh, showed the establishing shot over the junkyard and I saw the grinder I was like oh I know where Michael Myers is going by the end of this oh my god you called it I was like
0: if this doesn't factor in the finale like yeah Yeah. like Like, oh man I don't know
1: I cannot tell you that there is one thing actually there is one thing that I liked about this movie Mm. and I will say I did like the opening scene when Corey killed the little kid like not I mean I know that's brutal to say but I th- I was like, "Fuck, dude, that's intense!" Like I thought that that was
0: yeah.
1: like a great like way yeah. to start the movie off,
0: and yeah, then everything yeah.
1: fucking fell apart from there.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, watching it, I'm like, "Okay, so how? Like, what is this, and how is it going to tie in?" Not yeah. realizing he would become the lead of the movie. But um, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Oh, also uh, seeing Nick Castle pop up for a second, very cool. Oh, Nick Castle was was in the bar for a second. You just see yeah.
0: him. Oh, neat. Okay. he's The that's original cool. Michael Myers. But I uh, liked I liked when Corey used the acetylene torch on the kid to uh, oh, fright his yeah. face off. I was like, that's oh, a that great tense. And yeah. then and that's out of focus in the foreground. Yeah. I was like, that's a great kill. Actually, that, that junkyard scene
2: in general. I, I, yeah. I was into that. Like, there's good kills there. There's some yeah.
1: of the Corey kills were pretty good. Like, I'm not like the Corey kills. Were, I even like the one where he killed the disc jockey. And like, yeah. cut oh, out his tongues. tongue. And-
0: <laughs> I I looked I looked away because when the, his tongue was out, and I looked away, I couldn't watch. Yeah, it. yeah. I thought I'd, that I. I mean, some of, like that was all right, you yeah. know. But
1: yeah, yeah, you, know, you know, like that doesn't carry a movie. Well,
2: we're, we're just we're gonna try to leave on a positive note. So, so I, did, yeah.
0: I yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, like look, like we we have issues with both of the things we just talked about, but you know, not all of it's terrible. We have yeah. But, yeah. Uh, they yeah. have, the, like, uh, well, I just especially it's go- just
1: poorly done. Like, you know, like it just pisses me off that they wasted the second movie when they could have done a better job of tying in the third movie from the second movie, making both those parts stronger. Yeah. You know, instead, like, the second movie doesn't need to exist except for the fact that Lori Strode's daughter dies, which doesn't really. Play into the third movie aside from the fact that now Allison lives with Laurie, right? Yeah, and, and like, what's the point? You could have just killed her off at the beginning and then done a flash forward for you. You know, it's like whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Just it seems really like patched together. Like, I, I don't know. I I I felt like they had a plan, and and now I feel like that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, but, that's, um, where we
0: that's where we're at. <laughs>
2: that's where we're at. Well, you know... Good kills, though. Yeah, Positive good kills. Note. good kills. There, there you go. And if you want classic, uh, you know, classic Michael Myers, then you can always go back to your, your Jamie trilogy with uh, 4, 5, and 6. So if that, yeah. that floats your boat, so... I'm good. Um, but you know we will continue our look back at the uh, halloween movies next October 2023 where we'll look at uh halloween six the curse of michael myers
1: well, i'm looking think... forward to that one because it ties the trilogy together and yep. paul rudd's in
2: it paul rudd we we are bringing paul rudd to the show love so. me right. some
1: paul rudd well, Got actually i think stories. he's been on one before
2: but um yeah, and you know what? Look, we, we've had a fun uh, a fun October. We had some of our friends join us with E.K. and Blake, and we, we continued our look at Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, and another Carpenter classic, Christine. So uh, I had a great October. Now it's time to te- take David the decorations down. We are going to be moving into November. Mm. So we've got a couple of special episodes uh, looking at film noir, and uh, I'm excited about it. We're gonna shift gears, and uh, yeah, uh, you got you guys excited about something, something new?
0: Yeah, man, Maltese Falcon. Let's go.
2: <laughs> I one, one, one classic, one modern. That's what, okay. uh,
1: that's the angle. So, that's what, oh, yeah, have. I am looking forward to November. There's a the the. I'm excited. I'm just looking at the roster now. This is going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, uh, yeah
0: and,
2: and of course, we want to say a happy Halloween to everybody. Be be safe. Be careful. Have a good time. Don't go too crazy. Watch out for uh, lunatics and masks running around. And uh, yeah. uh, we will. Oh, let me just, of course, shout out to our friends, E.K. Wimmer, and uh, check out his podcast, Laser Graves. And uh, we mentioned Scored to Death for Blake Fischera and thank you to Curtis Moore for the poster as usual check us out on social media we're Reconcinimation Podcast on Instagram and uh, and Twitter check out our archives at Reconcidimation.com and now have a very happy and safe Halloween we'll see you next time on Reconcinimation. take care I know
1: that's spooky shit Ooh,
2: scared <laughs>